Welcome everyone to Tamriel Adventures, your source for all information across the far reaches of Tamriel. I am your host, Eric Rasulior, and today is going to be the last episode I release pre-Graymore. Now, I am recording this on May the 25th, and for all of us on PC and Mac, Graymore drops tomorrow. I am super excited for you people who play on consoles. I yes, I said you people. The people who play on consoles, you guys have to wait until June the 9th. However, for all of us people who play on PC and Mac, hopefully I, I would imagine most of us aside from the people who play on Xbox, like my good friend Hamza aka Durka who is my co-host on Nintendo. Uh, we are the people who play on PC and Mac get to play tomorrow now i have to work tomorrow yes i'm back at work unfortunately um so i hopefully can play a little bit tomorrow before i go to work so i will let you guys know so today we are going to be talking about vampire lords and if you've seen any of the trailers for graymore you've seen vampire lords if you've played the dawn guard dlc for skyrim you've seen uh, vampire lords so we are going to get into a little bit of the info about vampire wards but before we do that there is one little bit of news not a whole lot nothing earth shattering but the elder scrolls online website did post an article about tips for how to get started in graymore the first bit is how to get there and they listed a couple of ways the first being there is going to be a way shrine to fast travel to the Western Skyrim region. So for those of you who aren't starting new characters for this chapter, you have, you will be traveling to a way shrine. The second bit, as I kind of hinted at just there is that um, if you start a new character, once you get out of cold Harbor, you will appear off the coast of, the western part of Skyrim, kind of like what they did with the Elsewhere chapter where you start off the coast of northern Elsewhere, and probably with Morrowind, I did not get to play during the time that Morrowind was released. My PC at the time didn't handle it, so I'm sure that was the case for Morrowind also. So, start a new character, you'll show up off the coast of Western Skyrim, or you can fast travel to the active way shrine. The other bit of news and <laughs> full disclosure, I had to re-record this section because I could not pronounce this word for the life of me to get started on the antiquarian quests. Um, yes, I actually said it properly. Antiquarian. That is a very difficult word to say for some reason. <laughs> If you want to get started on the antiquarian quests, you will join, you visit the antiquarian circle right next to the Bards College in Solitude. So want to join the scholars and become an antiquarian, visit the antiquarian circle right next to the Bards College. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, so on to my gameplay. Um, believe it or not, I played more Oblivion than anything. I have played a little bit of ESO. I am trying, I'm going back and doing the prologue quest with my Altmer character. 
Um, I've already completed it with the Denver character that I have, and I haven't been doing a whole lot with the Denver character because I wanted to use that character for Greymore. But with my Altmer character, I've been going back and doing the prologue quest. And it's interesting because my Altmer character is the character that I use to complete the main quest. And it's interesting going back and doing this quest after that because you get some different dialogue options. So you first run into Lyris in the uh, Mages Guild of the starting area, you know, for whatever faction you joined or whatever part of the three banners were so of course my altmer is part of the dominion so i go to the um mages mages guild in volkil guard and you get some different dialogue options you ask lyris what she's been doing after you know defeating molag ball and she kind of fills you in on what she's been up to you know just mainly traveling but she went back to Skyrim. So that's been interesting. Um, as I said, I've been playing more Oblivion than ESO, oddly enough. Um, my power was out uh, for a while one night. And <laughs> yeah, we've been getting some crazy storms here in central Indiana lately. A lot of rain. I thought it was supposed to be April showers, not May showers, but whatever. Um, so yeah, I've been playing Oblivion. I had recently started a new character. I was playing as a Nord for a while, and I went back and started a Denver character, with Denver being my favorite race. So I've been doing a lot of the starting quests. Apparently I'd already murdered somebody with that character the last time I'd played, so I went to sleep to level up, and you get approached by Lucian the Chance. So I did some of the early Dark Brotherhood quests. I did some of the early Mages Guild quests with the recommendations. I did the first Fighters Guild quest. I did a little bit of the the, uh, main story. So it's really fun to go back and play that game, even all these years later. It's If you've listened to my introduction episode of what drew me to the series and my early experiences with the series oblivion was the first game i played so there's a lot of nostalgia there um and it should be noted this like i said this episode is about vampire lords specifically but we do get into a little bit of general information about vampires i'm trying to save that until we get closer to halloween but not all vampires are evil yeah, a lot of them will attack you and try and turn you into a vampire, especially in Oblivion. I think you can. There is a way to do that in ESO, also with the Blood Fiends. But I chose to make my character a vampire myself. But not all vampires are evil. There is a vampire in Oblivion who is a count. He's the count. He's Count Hasseldor in Skingrad. And all he's trying to do is just protect his people in Skingrad. He doesn't go out in public a lot because, you know, he's a vampire. Although in Oblivion, until unless you haven't fed for a while, nobody can tell that you're a vampire. You can run out in sunlight if you fed, you know, within a day or whatever. Sunlight doesn't bother you. Um, 
yeah, so you can just go about your daily business. Just and Count Hasseldor says something along the lines of he mainly he pretty much just feeds exclusively on animals. He doesn't drink human blood. So just because you're a vampire does not automatically make you a monster. So anyway, that's about it for my gameplay. Uh, I'll probably play some Marina or Daggerfall here um, once I finish the prologue quest with Greymore. So. All right, let's take a little bit of a break and then let's discuss Vampire Wars. All right, adventurers, welcome back to the show after that short break. So today we are going to be talking about Vampire Lords. Uh, and if you've seen the trailers for Greymore, you've seen Vampire Lords, and also they are a huge part of the Skyrim DLC Dawnguard. So there's a little bit of lore with Vampire Lords, not a whole lot. There's mostly just descriptions of what they can do. And the first time that I remember hearing anything about a vampire lord per se not specifically a vampire lord but it kind of describes them is from deep book immortal blood which is my all-time favorite book in elder scrolls lore so i am going to read you a passage of that if you've never read immortal blood basically it's kind of a narrative of somebody who is sending out an adventurer to all these different provinces of Tamriel trying to find, you know, information, excuse me, information of the, what the different vampire clans are like, like different characteristics, how you can distinguish them from the other different vampire clans. And so... I'm not going to spoil the ending. Um, there is kind of a little bit of a twist at the end, but just just find it. It's in pretty much any Elder Scrolls game, at least Morrowind on. It's even an ESO. So, <clears throat> let's see. The next day, he did return with more questions. The ones very these ones very specific. He wanted to know about the vampires of Eastern Skyrim. I told him about the most powerful tribe, the Volikar, paranoid and cruel, whose very breath could freeze their victims' blood in their veins. I explained to him how they lived beneath the beneath the ice of remote and haunted lakes, never venturing into the world ex of men except defeat. Movarth Pickwing listened carefully and asked more questions into the night until he was last ready to leave. He will, I will not see you for a few days, he said, but I will return and I will tell you how, your, how helpful your information has been. True to his word, the man returned to my chapel shortly after midnight four days later. There was a fresh scar on his cheek, but he was smiling that grim but satisfied smile of his. Your advice helped me very much, he said, but you should know that the Volcar have an additional ability that you didn't mention. They can reach through the ice of their lakes without breaking it. It was quite a nasty surprise after being grabbed from below without any warning. 
How remarkable, I said with a laugh. And terrifying. You're lucky you survived. I don't believe in luck. I believe in knowledge and training. Your information helped me and my skill at melee combat sealed the bloodsucker's fate. I've never believed in weaponry of any kind. Too many unknowns. Even the best swordsmith can has created a flawed blade. But you know of your bot you know what your body is capable of. I know I can land a thousand blows without losing my balance, provided I get the first strike. The first strike, I murmured, so you must never be surprised. That's why I came to you, Movarth said. You know more than anyone alive about these monsters and all their cursed varieties across the land. Now you must tell me about the vampires of northern Balenwood. So that does kind of describe a vampire lord in a, a little bit. There's obviously a lot more to that. So, in the game Skyrim, the Vampire Lord has the power, or it has the Vampire Lord power has the following effects. You retain the Vampire's Sight ability from your ordinary vampirism. So, I that brings up a point. In the game Skyrim, there is there are two different variations of vampires. There's the Vampire Lord. And then there's another vampire strain that's a little bit different than the one in Oblivion. So if you give me just a second here. There's the strain called Sanguinar Vampiris. And basically it's like traditional. It's, it's more akin to a vampire in Oblivion. So... With vampire lords, they the effects you your health, magicka, and stamina increase by a hundred points each, and your magicka regenerates two percent faster, and you gain the same unarmed skill, unarmed damage as a Khajiit and an Argonian with claw damage. Outside during the day, your health, magicka, and stamina decrease by sixty points each. And also, when you use the Vampire Lord version, um, there's the Vampire Drain, there's Vampire Claws, you have an ability where you can turn into a bat, you can raise the dead. Um, also, the sun doesn't damage you like it would with another, like a traditional vampire, but you are weakened by it, as I said. Uh, unless you get Ariel's bow. And, uh, yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything else if you haven't played Dawnguard. But, uh, <laughs> that helps with that quite a bit. With the Vampire Lord, also, you levitate. But, um, there's your human form, and then your there's the form where you take on like a giant bat and that's probably what you've seen in the trailers is the actual um, giant bat looking form <clears throat> also um, there's some other abilities that you get if you haven't fed in a while um, you can summon gargoyles to help you so also like I said, there's re you can um, reanimate the dead. There's a whole skill tree 
associated with it. And uh, just to give you a little bit of a backstory with Vampire Lords, I'm not going to go into it too much, but with Vampire Lords, they are, I guess, the <laughs> more pure blood vampire, if there's such a thing. Like, if you've played Skyrim, which I'm sure you have at this point, Lord Harkin and his family were among the first vampires and they were given vampirism directly from Malagbal himself. There's a whole story along with that in Skyrim in the Dawnguard DLC if you've played it. So they haven't said who the vampire lord in the trailer is. I'm hoping it's Harkin, but they haven't said so i guess come the come tuesday or june 9th if you play on console we'll find out <laughs> might take a bit to get through the storyline but who knows um i guess another ability that they have is vampire sight where you can it's kind of like a detect light spell um so yeah that that actually is very useful Anyway, um, there's not a lot else um, as far as lore with Vampire Lords. I wanted to save traditional vampires for when we get closer to Halloween. So, again, thank you for joining me. Thank you to The Hive for sponsoring this show. If you want to get a hold of me, you can email me at tamrielicadventurespodcast at gmail.com you can find me on twitter and instagram twitter at tamrielicp and instagram at tamrielicadventures if you would like to find me in game we are really trying to get the hives um, guilds NESO going so if you would like to join the um the guilds you can shoot me a message um if you want to just hang out in game i am at ee gold in the pc north america server if you play on xbox you can look up uh, durka he is trying to get the xbox guild going so thank you durka um who's my co-host from nintendo for that if you would like to help this show Please, please, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That helps more than you know. If you leave a review with some text, I will read it out on the show. If you would like to help in any other way, just let somebody know. Go tell a friend, tell a family member, tell a person down the street. Um, you can tie a note to your dog and set them loose and see who they get to. No, don't do that. Um, anyways, that is about it. So, as always, stay safe, adventurers.